If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. All right, so welcome to Lighting the Void. Man, I don't know what the hell that was. Like something crashed outside and went outside and I couldn't like there's cops and uh, there's a fire truck down there. I don't know. It's behind my house. I can't see over the wall. So uh yeah, I guess I'll have to I guess I'll have to update you guys. What's up everybody on Mixcloud, everybody in the Discord. Welcome to Lighting the Void. Um you guys, I hope you listen to Alex's show. Alex was giving out like free art tonight. I'm going to do a video on how to do this Fringe Fest thing. It's easy. All you got to do is open a voice.com account. You don't have to sign up for anything else. Voice.com. Start posting your art and then go to thefringefest.com uh, and get a $5 ticket or a VIP ticket and put your art in there so we can display it in the gallery. And uh, we've already got a few people. Um, involved in this thing man so we got djs more djs that are coming i'm excited about this lots of people are getting excited some people are like oh man this is weird so i just post my art and people buy it yeah that's how it works <laughs> it's that easy right um so tonight i wanted to talk about the logos um so this is something that uh, dr stiliano satesh brought up and i was talking to my neighbor today because we were going you know when people have all of these conspiracy things, they talk about, well, you, you see this, you know, like, for instance, the monster can, right? On the monster can, it's got like three vavs. It looks like three Hebrew vavs. It looked like a 666. You guys have heard all of that. So we got into this big discussion today about it. You know, and a lot of people are moving and moving in and out here. But we got into this big discussion today about it. And it really isn't a conspiracy if you think about it from a code point of view. Because you remember yesterday we were talking about what's magic and what's code. And and I'm telling you, my theory is it's all both the same thing. So uh, I might actually, I don't know how far I can do this on Mixcloud, but I might actually, uh, let me just make sure that I'm still on there. Because I can hook up my, the cool thing about this is, and uh, Rohan showed me this, is I can hook up my damn phone to this thing. And I can go pretty much anywhere. Hold on, let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm on here. Yeah, all right. So uh, if you go to voice.com forward slash voidwalker, that's my account. I'm still posting NFTs up there. But if I go figure out what this crash thing is, I might be able to put my phone on here um, and go out there like on video. Let me see. There's this really cool program that, uh, that we're going to talk about the logos, but I want to see if this works. 
there's this really cool program Rohan told me about. It's called, uh, what is it? Arenium? Is that it? Yeah, it says, please make sure, start Arenium webcam when I start my computer. So you just turn it on on your app, and then it goes right into OBS. It's awesome. See if it, yeah, see it hooks right in. Look, look at this. Get on, go to Mix, the Fringe FM Mix Cloud. Look at this. So now you can see like my phone camera, right? That's pretty rad. All right, so we're going to leave that on. I don't know how much battery this is going to take, but we'll leave that. Let's just put it right there for now. Go back to the, uh, this is fun. You guys should do this stuff. <laughs> I love doing this stuff. All right. So I was talking about the logos tonight. Uh, and, you know, I started thinking about this, right? There's a book. I talk on the Christian level so people can kind of understand this from the Bible thing too, right? But there's a book like Ecclesiastes that tells you that all knowledge brings you sorrow. And then if you think about the tree of life or the tree of knowledge and you think about the Adam and Eve story, that whole Adam and Eve story was based on an apple. So my neighbor started telling me the story today. He said, well, think about it. It talks about like what you, what you have in your right hand and on your forehead. And if you pick up your Apple phone, it's in your right hand and you pick it up to your forehead to talk. And he flipped it around. He said, see, there's a piece of fruit with a, uh, a chunk taken out of it. So we bite out of the apple, uh, taking a piece of that fruit of the tree of knowledge. And what can you do on the phone? Well, you can access this thing and get any amount of knowledge. And then he started talking about there's trumpets and he started talking about Donald Trump. And you know how our mind, it's like this pareidolia thing. At least I think this is where I'm going with this. It's like this kind of weird mind pareidolia thing where we put things together to kind of to meet whatever we're being biased about or what we think is happening. But if if this thing is code, like I think it is, it's code and magic. It's all, it's only magic because we don't understand the code. But if it is, then there's multiple stories that are the same that are running on different levels on fractal levels. And I'll explain this. This is going to get trippy, but I think I can do it through telling some like experiential stories with this. So we have a problem when we get told, uh, things like, well, was Jesus real? Was Buddha real? Was Krishna real? Were all these spiritual people real? Or is it just metaphors and nursery rhymes for a bigger, higher spiritual concept and it's hidden? And I've, obviously the names change, right? You know, through the ages. Whoever that they wrote this story about, if it really happened, his name wasn't Jesus. I hate to tell you guys that. It really wasn't. That's the Greek translation of something entirely different. Um but either way, if the story happened and then it also creates a higher spiritual concept, it means it's true in the metaverse and the metaphysical world. I'm saying metaverse because we've been talking about metaphors and it's true in the physical world, both. And so our minds are programmed to say it can't be both. It can't be a higher spiritual concept or a, a principle and a concept and also be true as a story in the physical world. But what I'm telling you is, is we pro whatever has, whatever has programmed this simulation, the one that we're in now, 
is programming things on a, in a, let's just call it a code that we have not yet understood. All of the code that we understand as humans is based on alpha omega on off binary one zero. That's everything that we do is based on one and zero. It gets, this starts getting really trippy. I hope you guys are going to stay with me on this, but so pretty much every like digital thing that we have, TVs, radio, any kind of information transmissions is based on one and zero, especially internet stuff. It's all bits of information or, uh, you know, one. So it's a bit, which is like eight digits or ones and zeros in a certain line. And if you start getting into windows and you really look at the logs and you get down into everything, you'll see it. It'll show you the bits like one zero 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 one 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 is a character or whatever, but it's always eight, eight little bits. So, or eight little, uh, ones and zeros make up a bit. So we measure speed on the internet based in bits. So when you hear people say, well, I got a terabyte, uh, or a gigabyte, you got a gigabit of speed. That's what you have. Um, so there's a thousand twenty four bits in a byte of information, a thousand twenty four little sections of ones and zeros and stuff. So we look at what we can do that if we can create worlds, virtual worlds in a digital way with ones and zeros. What I'm telling you is, is I think this thing is programmed on a biological system that's using code that we don't understand that's biological and technical put together this is why we can have a story that happens in the past and this story keeps replaying this is why when mary goes out and does readings with people and she has and i've gotten i've had people like come on and accuse me more than one two or three people say oh you must be talking to mary about our discussion or what we're talking about but when Mary goes out and she's doing all these readings, and you can ask any astrologer, the same type of energies keep happening in different ways. Like uh, the interaction between a relationship that you have in your life might be your husband, and that energetic reaction is happening in a certain way there. But for another person, it's happening to their relationship, to their business, but the same story playing out. So one guy might be Sam. Uh, and that's the husband's name and the other person might be, and this is just an example, uh, working for a business like Sam cloud or something, but they're both dealing with the same, uh, story. So these stories play out and they just change up the characters. It's really crazy. You start thinking about this and I, I like to overanalyze stuff to the point where it gets stupid. But once I get to this spot in my mind where I've overanalyzed it, I start finding the parallels and I'm telling you. What Dr. Stelionis Tetesla said about the divine logos, or in the beginning there was the word, is the key to understanding this whole thing. Everything that you see in your life is happening through symbol, number, geometry, etc. So number is the first thing that we should pay attention to. This is why a lot of the magicians started picking up on gematria and things like that. Secondly, uh, geometry is the second thing that we should pay attention to. Number and geometry. These these are like, there's a base code in here that we, we, can, we need to start paying attention to. 
And then the third is symbol. And this is what plays out in stories. It plays out in your dreams. It plays out in your life. Uh, it plays out in everything. If you really start like meditating every day and studying the Western and Eastern mysteries and just taking it in, meditating every day, you'll see that pretty much everything around you is telling a story. And what is that story? That story is what you're projecting into the world until you meet another person. Now, I don't want to get into, let's just not get into the concept. I know it's the bottom of the hour already, but let's, let's not get into the concept of like aliens or NCPs, whatever the hell you call them, people that really don't have souls. But the reason why you're meeting certain people in your life and they're coming in and out, which seem random is because the stories are playing out that way. So tonight we're going to talk about how this works, geomancy, divination, how to see into like the code of reality. I'm not, this isn't about like, uh, manipulating reality to your will. Not like that. It's more about understanding the, the, the process of the stories that are playing out. And if you're Christian, then I would suggest like sticking with Genesis, Ecclesiastes number one, and then revelations and all this stuff is kind of hidden in these books. It's hidden there. Whatever the logos or the word is, think of it as a cosmic programmer. It's programming code that we don't understand yet. We've, we've been able to find enclosure tags, so to speak, like in an RSS feed, which is funny in a fractal way. But we've been able to find enclosure tags uh, in reality. And these are, uh, I'll get into more of this and give you some examples, but I want to tell a few stories about how I started really thinking about this. And that there's a magic code. And this is this plays into deja vu. We're going to talk about some uh, chaos magic stuff like radio mancy, TV mancy, and how to pick up on all this stuff. But you don't want to get too crazy with it because you'll actually start going crazy if you're not careful. You might need, you might. Anyway, so we got to take a break. It's the bottom of the hour. Be right back. Does this thing work? I thought that's nonsense because our mind, our mind has a way of psychologically trying to make everything about us. You realize that, right? We're programmed to make everything about our story. Just it's, it's natural in us to do that. But if we really start focusing on concepts or ideas and we tell our minds that we believe it, this is the big question about magic that people say, well, is it magic or is your mind just traveling to focus on the thing that you're trying to manifest unconsciously? And as a void walker, you can ex you can experiment with this. So I did this. It can't come. It can't be this way. It just can't be this way. What I mean is, is like, let's say you have whatever your story is right now, whether you're pissed off or you don't like the show. It doesn't really matter at this moment. But you also have an unconscious or you love the show or whatever. But you also have an unconscious story, like a bigger thing that's in the back of your mind all the time, something more important. And so your mind, whatever you look at, read, listen to, watch, your mind will focus on things to validate that thing. It's like confirmation bias, basically. It's, some people think magic is psychological confirmation bias. You're not going to know that it's not until you start actually, uh, 
doing experimentation in a safe way. And I've developed the basics and the safe stuff in an audio way at JoeRoop.com. So you're not like doing demonic stuff or anything like that so that you can see it's real in a transcendental way or not a body way, which is, you know, there's a lot of people are like, why don't you put out new stuff on there? Because the basic stuff you should be doing all the time, because you're going to start seeing that. Oh, okay. It's not confirmation bias. It's, it's not, of course we're programmed to be the hero in our own story and all this other stuff. But if you can get out of that place, that the ego is what I'm talking about. Basically the identity and the ego, if you can step out of that for a minute with the same magical concepts, you'll start noticing that, Oh, the, there is a code that's programming this thing. So I want you to just hear me out. You remember me talking about the three stages of the mysteries and the hermeticist talked about this. You can call it Hellenistic or whatever, but all of these people came from the same mystery schools. The operation of the moon, which is getting through the illusion, your fears, uh, the program, the conscious trap, so to speak, which we call elemental magic or uh, uh, theurgy, thaumaturgy, things like that. So we uh, unprogram ourselves, then we reprogram to see the bigger picture. Then there's the, the alchemical operation of the sun, which is the transcendental Christ story, Buddha, Krishna story. And then there's the stars, the operation of the stars. So if you think about it, when you code a website or anything like that, you have to put in enclosures, enclosures inside enclosures inside enclosures. So if you're doing like HTML, you got to have a header or whatever. And then inside that header, you have certain things and they enclose certain things. And then they got wrappers and they enclose certain things. And this is all just ones and zeros, by the way. It's the same thing. And if you listen to uh, what's it, Micah Dank, it's the same thing that's happening to us all. The tarot tells the story that's happening to us alchemically. The story of the astrological signs are telling us what happens to us. The planetary movements alchemically help us with the operation of the sun. And what we do here on the earth under the moon helps us with the elemental operation. So there's this, whatever this code is, it has a three, six, right? Three, six, and kind of like nine dimensional thing that's programming all the time. Just like I'm talking about before wheels within wheels. So much so eyes within and eyes without. A constant um, double slit experiment, right? So much so that we're creating virtual realities now to better understand things. We think we're doing it for fun, but it's actually just consciousness trying to understand itself even more. This is why we're creating it to keep the the you know the spiral going down to look within even more because we can only look up so much here on the earth. <coughs> So I started doing this stuff, right? And we'll get back to that whole story, but TV Mancy, that worked. I would ask a question specifically like, Hey, what do I need to do for a living? Or what's my next step or whatever? And just start flipping channels and close my eyes and then let it go and then hit unmute. And whatever these people were talking about was my answer. Now I experimented with this too. I said, well, this, this can't be true. Like I could do this for anything. 
and say anything and it's not going to matter. And sure enough, as soon as I said that, I started flipping through the channels and then I would unmute and listen and it really didn't make any sense. It wasn't until uh, I got my emotions involved and there's a three, six, nine kind of moon, sun, stars thing that happens inside of us too. When we align our emotions with our focus is when the magic happens. So if you come from a doubting place uh, that you doubt all this, it's pure psychological. You doubt that there's a code or there's magic or anything like that in the universe. All your mind is going to do is validate the worst things about like all of the bullshit, all of the fakeness, all of uh, the let's just call it the victim world where you're in this place of I'm being tricked all the time. Your mind will validate that story. That kind of Judas story. Remember, there's 12 apostles, right? Your mind will validate that story no matter where you go. No matter what you do. In a very specific way. Why? It does it. If you switch on a positive mentality. Let's just say you, you change your whole outlook to a positive mentality and a loving mentality. And you start training your mind and yourself to do this. Your story will shift and change and, and you will see all of the good and the love in the world and you, you will focus on that, right? So it's not about what you're saying or thinking at this moment right now, what I'm speaking, what's going on right now. It's about that program, that story that's in the back of your mind that's playing out and spirals out everything in your life, Okay. So then I tried, I tried Radio Mancy. Now, this one worked really well for me. But here's the kicker with this. If you ever find yourself in an emotional state, and this is all the logos, the program, it's trying to talk to you all the time. If you ever find yourself in an emotional state where you don't know the answer to something, or you're stuck, or you, you don't know what decision to make, or you're just in a crazy, screwed up, place in your life and you don't know what to do the moment you're like i play the radio all the time music all the time the moment you're listening or the moment you feel that and we've all had those like breakdowns or whatever we start thinking about all kinds of stuff we get emotional alex exum just had one tonight right if you flip on the radio man and you listen to the lyrics of the song it tells you the lesson. It'll tell you either the lesson or the answer or something. So what I'm saying is, is once you start paying attention to the logos, which is the thing that is talking to you all the time, then you learn how to talk back to it through divination. You'll start to understand whether it's massive confirmation bias in the most detailed sense that seems like a massive coincidence over and over and over again, or you call it magic or code or a simulation or whatever. The truth of the matter is, is that you're creating and observing it all the time. Everything operates in this place, right? And once you start or or, or in this uh, concept, So think about, even when you think about all of the unconscious things that your body does, in a polar sense, uh, your body runs like a battery, battery, electrically. It does. 
your heart generates all of this like energy. And just like when you go start a car, the engine's running in the alternator and it all keeps the same, it all keeps going, right? It doesn't stop until you kill it. Your body works the same way. It has a story that's playing out all the time. But depending on what you feed, and this is an alchemical thing too, which is another show, but depending on what you feed your body and how you treat the story of your body is what's going to happen, is what's going to manifest. There's nothing else in nature that has this power in, on, in the world but you, right? Uh, so when you, when I'm asking you void walkers to do, people that are just tuning in are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you'll just have to bear with me. But for the people that do understand this, especially the members, I'm asking you like every day to look at everything in your life as not something that's happening to you. But it's happening for you and by you and because of you. And it's speaking back to you all the time. And it's trying to tell you something on uh, a lunar level, on a solar level, and on a cosmic level. Three, six, nine, moon, sun, stars. The three stages of the mystery, right? The three temptations of the devil, that's what that whole story is trying to tell you. Each temptation is a little harder to get through. It's like the story of the one or Neo. First, you have to get past, you know, uh, the world and then you got to get past the society. Then you got to face you, which is like the higher version of that. And this is why when you hear this story about the temptations, whether it's biblically or some other story that, that gets told in a quote nursery rhyme or mythology, each stage of the video game or each stage of uh, that we get to that we pass when it comes to getting past our ego, it gets tougher. Like we, we have this idea that uh, as we grow alchemically, we're going to be able to rest and relax and just not deal with the next phase of something in spiritual growth. But I think the older you get, you start to realize that all of the stuff that you thought was hard that you learned about all of the pain and all the shit that you went through, it's really nothing because you, you learned the wisdom of it, but you're going to a new thing, a new phase and a new phase of something, an even higher principle that you have to learn about. And whether people are on your level or you're below someone else's level or whatever, it doesn't matter. The way to get through the game of life, light, and all this other stuff is to be careful about what you, what you uh, totally believe. So your ideas of heaven and hell and everything that you've pictured about it is doing nothing but creating barriers for your experience. You know that, right? Like you're creating barriers. And it works the opposite way in life. You should create barriers in life in order to achieve things here. Like real successful people don't know how to say no, not yes. They, they get comfortable with saying no. But in light, you have to be able to be open-minded to accept an even bigger principle than what you've been taught. Bigger than what your mommy and daddy taught. Bigger than what your church taught. Bigger and more... Uh, let's just say different than what society's taught. 
And as you start opening your mind up to this stuff, you, you'll see two things. You'll see natural law or hermetics or whatever you want to call it. You'll see things working uh, in a story. You'll see symbols playing out in your life and your dreams and your relationships. You'll see the story. You'll see it everywhere. Now, this is something Ryan Gable kind of started figuring out, too, because he told when he came on the show, when I started listening to the Secret Teachings a long time ago, he figured out the symbols of everything. He saw the code of everything. And all of these gods and systems and all this other stuff goes back to the planets, and the planets are the old system. But, uh, you know, Christians would say that's blasphemy, and pagans would say, well, it's not. Well, you know, you're fascist or whatever then there's that polar argument but the planets were just like alchemical programs just like on a website you got the css and javascript and all this other stuff so you, same thing you got mars it's doing something it's affecting us a certain way you got venus it's affecting the moon all this stuff it's affecting us a certain way in a very complicated way to play out these stories to get you into your solar energy and we're all starting to pick up on this now. So when you get on, damn it, I got to take a break. But so when you get on uh, YouTube, you'll see everybody. There's a million tarot readers now on YouTube and TikTok and all this other stuff. These stories that they're talking about are filtered. The characters, the situations, the settings are all different. But the symbol, the logos is still the same. The story is still the same. Just like in Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. Think about that whole phrase for a minute, every single part of that phrase. There's nothing new under the sun. All right, we'll be right back. I'm going to see if I can get this damn playout system to work. All right, hey, folks, so these uncertain times can cause. If you guys are li listening on uh, the radio station, you probably heard Alan Watts talking about, you know, living forever and stuff like that. So, this is, a, this is kind of a thing that, that goes along with. Uh, what we're talking about tonight we're talking about the logos and uh, what that actually means so he kind of summed it up in one thing like once we start trying to take the magic out which is the whole point of nature being aware of itself right i am almost certain that if like you took away the gaze of uh what only what we can see our field of vision and only what we could hear and only what we could feel and we pass through our body and we could see and feel and hear everything then I'm convinced that the whole, the whole thing about life is kind of over and done with. So, because here we get to create and observe. So if you, if you think about life and being a child of the creator source, essentially you just come here to create and observe and create and observe. And for your soul to prosper, it has to grow through the soil of your body. So your body is like the dirt and your soul is a seed that's in the dirt. And this is how um, a lot of the hermeticists look at this. And this is why they developed three stages of the mysteries, the elemental stages of magic, the alchemical stages of the sun, and the mysterious operation of the stars. But there's nothing new under the sun. All of the same stories play out in so many different ways that it seems random here. It seems very random. But once you start seeing through the code, it starts to get a little scary. And this is what happens to a lot of people that, especially like if you go to Joe Roop 
com. You do the one, there's a few people that I'm doing one on ones with that are starting to see through what I'm talking about. To, to the rest of you, I'm sure I sound like a madman, but the others are starting to see through what I'm talking about. Like, oh man, it's all a game. What's the point? Because you get to that place, right? Like, what's the point? It's all a game. I'm here just creating and observing and all this other stuff. But people are, we have to remember that facing the fear of everything being like a game is is part of it facing the fear of death is the one of the biggest stages of the alchemical mystery being true to yourself all the way to the end not true to your beliefs this is a thing this is something i think we're like this is what well, this is what messes us up okay so look at your life this way. Just hear me out here. You have relationships, which are important to you. Whether you're alone or not, they make up who you are and they tell your story. You have your purpose, which is like your career or what you just came here to do or what you're good at. Right? And then you have this third thing that you're not real sure about so we tend to focus on the body now what is that the body and how we take care of our health and how long we try to prolong our life and how long we live is the illusion it's under the moon it's under the lesser light it's under the mystery it's the thing where we don't know the answers we just assume and everybody's walking around thinking they know higher truths than everybody else and Everybody's just living in their own story, depending on how compassionate and how connected you are and, you know, that kind of thing. Our relationships with each other. We're not animals, okay? We don't just go around in packs and mate. It, we have an animalistic side that seems like that way, but we're a little bit higher being. So our relationships help us with the operation of the sun. And in the relationship world, this is why you keep running into the same stories, whether it's your family, your friends, your partner, or your business relationships or whatever. The operation of the sun when it comes to relations. Most people think it's all about sex and eating. This is the, what the big mysteries tell you. Well, it's all about the sexual energies and, the, and, and the, what we put in our body. That's part of it. That's definitely part of it. But bringing the two and one when the eye becomes single bringing the two and one is how how we grow into the solar energies which is pretty much the christ story right man and woman coming together they create a child and crowley called it the moon child but uh we become responsible for a being of our own level which some people probably shouldn't be, uh, let's be honest, but we do. When we sit down, we eat together. You know, most you send animals out into the woods, so they'll just devour stuff or kill each other over food. We'll sit at a table and make a plate and do this uh, whole kind of ritual about eating amongst each other. So the rituals and the things that we do to relate cause us to to hasten this operation without the internet the old ways 
they were more simple. We didn't have as much knowledge and connectedness as we do now. But the things that we learned then were much deeper because we experienced them on a deeper, slower, I guess you could say, level. But now we're all relating with each other, whether it's through podcasts or the Internet or whatever. The metaverse, thefringefest.com, that's going to be cool, right? Where we all meet in the metaverse. We get to create our own little worlds. We get to talk to each other. We can do commerce in those worlds. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But there's really an alchemical operation going on in relation all the time. When we're, we're, our first focus is our body and our story. How do we feel, right? Our pleasures, our emotions, like our body. Once we get past that, that it's relation in every type of way. And the third stage is, is why are we here to begin with? This is the big question everybody keeps asking themselves. They want to find their purpose. But unless you follow the, the, the guidance of your body first, the guidance of what's happening in your relationship second, you'll never know why you're here. Sometimes people get like a divine message, you know, well, oh, this is my purpose. Sometimes like people know their purpose. They think it's to be a professional boxer or basketball player or whatever, but there's a higher principle they're learning through their careers and stuff. But if that's all, it's not to become like a 12th dimensional being and like rule over worlds and stuff like that. Or maybe it is, right? <laughs> Who knows? But I'm pretty sure that the basic stages of the mysteries that people are telling me that are archaic are pretty, how do I put this? For your spirit or your soul, they're pretty necessary. That's why when you go plant a seed, let's say you plant tomatoes or something. Well, if you don't know how to work with the damn plant to begin with, you don't know what you're doing. The plant, the, the plant just doesn't, it dies. It either doesn't grow or it dies. You don't just start picking tomatoes right off the bat. First, you have to do the elements correctly for it to energetically grow. You have to give it the right light. You have to give it the right water. The soil has to be right. The air has to be right. The elements have to be right for it to grow. It's the operation of the moon or the first stage of the mysteries or magic, transcendental magic. The elements have to be right. They have to be balanced. 
for this winding energy to go up. Once you do that, then you have the, the planets where you used to think there's seven, but now there's nine. But let's just go back to the old and say there's seven. And inside these planets, inside this alchemical relation that we do, we start learning about the energies between the poles, the pushing and the pulling, the controlling and the, uh, what do you call it, uh, the toxicity of the controlling and the containing and the clinging and all this other stuff. And this is what uh, relationships are about. This is what sex is about. This is what we start learning about these energies. Now, as we go through these stages, we learn a little bit about love through the body. We learn how to uh, take care of ourselves as we do the elements in our lives. We know how to take care of others. And then we get into the second stages of the mysteries. And then we get the pushing and the pulling and the clinging and controlling. But after relationship after relationship that you go through, you start learning uh, the wisdom about all this stuff. It doesn't matter how crazy your relationships are. I don't just mean romantic. Keep in mind that. Keep that in mind. And just like a plant does when it grows, it has to have a certain amount of light and darkness for it to grow properly, for it to stay alive, for it to produce fruit. It just does. And what is that plant's purpose? To bring tomatoes. Not to be a professional tomato plant. But to bring tomatoes. To nourish people. That was its job. That's what it came here to learn. That's what it came here to do. So while you're trying to dig through everything and find your soul purpose, remember that most of the things, if you follow the feeling in your body, your heart, the biggest, your sun energy, and everything happens practically in a winding way, it's pulling you. So down here in the operation of the moon of the elements, what pulls us to our higher truth is the operation of the sun. That's your heart. So when you follow your heart, you will find your purpose. It's not, it's inevitable. Even if it doesn't make sense with what the world is doing. Well, the world's doing this, but my heart wants that. So what? You're the creator and the observer. Take care of it. Follow your heart. And once you follow your heart, there's all kinds of clinging and controlling and pushing and pulling and hating and loving. And just even the people that get when people like just let's put relationships to the side. Let's take people that are there. Uh, creating their artists the first thing they do is they try to control everything about their creations and put my stamp on it right well this person's doing what i'm doing and i don't like that or this person's trying to cheat me out of this or whatever what you're controlling you're clinging you start learning about this stuff well, this person's talking behind my back, or that they don't even know the truth, or what are all these rumors, and who cares? Who cares? Who gives a shit? But you have to go through that stuff first so you can learn to create and let go and just let the circuit happen. Because if you stay true to yourself, whatever's for you will be for you. All of the great uh, mystery people talked about this, like Buddha, Jesus, Krishna, all of them. 
when even when Judas betrayed this person, right? Like it, it didn't matter. That's what was supposed to happen. It happened for a reason. Seemed random, but it really wasn't. Which is another crazy show we can talk about. Randomness and destiny. In these higher worlds, both of these, this code makes both of these things true. Not true or false, not polar. And our minds work that way. In fact, I was taught this in radio. If I wanted to have a good radio show, I got a book back here that everybody that I coach or talk to about radio, I tell them to, to get this book uh, by Valerie Geller. And this book is all about raising polar questions and starting discussions. That's all it's about. Because our minds like to go back and forth. It likes emotion, nostalgia, and it likes that polar thing. It goes back and forth, just like a battery. It keeps us charged. So what's that? So now you understand. I'm hoping you understand this. So now that you understand the operation of the spiral, you got the stars, right? Which is the, you know, let's think Hermes, thrice born, the three stages, the mysteries, what, whatever. Whatever it's called, right? So you got, you got the stars, you got the planets that go around the sun for the solar stuff, and then you come down here to the earth and you got the moon, wheels within wheels, more wheels within wheels, because whatever created these wheels is creating and observing. I, I don't think Ezekiel was talking about spaceships, I'm sorry. Um, so once you start understanding this, then what, why do we keep coming back? In the book Conversations with God, Neil Donald Walsh's first book, which I really think everybody should read his first book, he starts filtering his stuff into the second and third books. But the first book was really good. That's when he got his biggest download. And the divine spirit or source told him the reason why we come back is because we love the polarity. We love the pain. We love everything that we say we hate. We love it. We're, our souls are addicted to coming back down here and working this stuff out. In fact, I, I, I think consciousness as a whole is in love with life. So the, the thing that keeps us moving, that gives us hope that we have something after we're dead and all of this other stuff, the one unexplainable thing that you know is more real than anything that you can touch, see, smell, or hear is love. It is the most powerful thing in the universe, and it's the most unexplainable and hardest thing to figure out. But it, it cannot be explained, and yet it is more real than anything. And through the three stages of all these mysteries, not only do we learn more about love and how to love, how to, how to give, how to receive, how to be a better lover, nurturer, how to, uh, we have to see the lightest and the darkest sides of ourselves to do this, but how to grow in this sense. It is the only constant that doesn't go away. Your life may go away, love will not. Now, that's something to look forward to. That's a mystery that no matter what you figure out in life, that you become depressed about, that you have to take Prozac to be happy about. Love is the thing that keeps growing. 
Like I, I believe even if we, let's say we went to this 12th dimension, whatever, we became 12th dimensional beings or what, whatever. After we got out of here, this prison planet that everybody hates so much. And we became 10th dimensional alien beings or whatever. Uh, love would still be a great mystery in that world too. It would pull us to even higher things. So now that like we know that, then there really is nothing to, to worry about. You can divine anything. You can manifest anything. You can understand anything. Anything. You can make it through anything. It was funny, too. I was listening to Alex. He had, a, he, like, he had one of those episodes that I have on the show all the time, right, where he broke down kind of like uh, emotionally on the air because he ran into some family members and he talked to them and he was able to, he felt that thing again. And for a moment, his story ceased to matter as much as that did. And it was so powerful that he couldn't talk. So when I see everything that we create, I see love. When I see Alex is like starting you know, he's, he does a lot of our events, including the Fringe Fest last time. This time, it's all about art and NFT. This guy is trying to create and express himself on faster and crazier levels, and he's hard to keep up with, let's be honest. But it's a, it's a good idea to try. Trust me. It's a good idea to try because he's doing what's in his heart. And now that we've created this world, like if you go to thefringefest.com and you go to... Uh, uh, voice.com and you create an account all of your creations that you you can create just by typing in some words or playing with some software or being able to express yourself in even faster ways uh, are becoming valuable to people collectibles so now everybody has the chance to be an artist everybody has a chance to speak back to the logos to express itself and that's what we're doing so I want you to try this and I want to hear back from you I give you some examples I'm going to try to do this on the air and it's probably not going to work as, as good as I want it to because I don't have um, I'll find another what I'll do is I think I'll find um, like another radio station like let's say Jack FM or something like that to tune into and then we'll ask some uh Radiomancy questions and just see what happens. Probably not going to work as well as it would if you were by yourself, though. Just saying. This freaking software sucks. I'm going to go back to the one I was using before. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm like trying to do five or six things while I'm trying to do the show all the time. So until we get past these things, uh, I may, what I may need, need to do is just because, uh, the station needs, like, it really needs, uh, support. Uh, we've got this event coming up in four weeks. I've got stuff I, I have to take care of. I may, uh, we've got the contact of the cabin thing. I got to have a meeting with the fellas and see where we're at there. I may need to take, uh, some time, maybe a week or so to figure out our next moves here. I don't know. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but. All right, bottom of the hour. 
Also, the Jess Rogie show is coming up soon. Stay with us, man. Keep staying here at the Fringe FM. FM, you know, stay tuned for the Jess Rogie show. So, uh, I, I keep repeating a lot of the same stuff so that we understand why we need to do like, uh, what deja vu means to us. What is T what is radio Mancy TV Mancy geomancy? Why do we need the tarot? Why do we need to start learning these symbols? Why do we need to learn astrology? Why is everybody into this stuff now? Why, why? And the reason is, is because, uh, when we understand the operation of the, the moon, magic, the sun, alchemy, and the stars, which is our sole purpose and uh, that whole story that's playing out. If you guys want to get into the star level of this, you should go listen to pretty much all of uh, Micah Dank shows, anything that he puts out or anything that uh, I would say. Um, oh, Mark Passio. Anybody. um Santos Bonacci understands these kind of things too. But um, when you understand the three stages of the, the mysteries, right? The three levels of temptation and all this stuff, or when you understand why that the, um, I can't, I'm, I'm having like a senior moment. I'm only 40 here. Um, the Tantra people would bring themselves to this energetic point. Uh, where the the sexual energies are pulling against each other, so that they can bask in the energy, to understand this, is because we get downloads. We understand this, right? Like, and, and I'm not talking about sex. Okay, tantra is a whole other thing. Like, but they understand the pushing and pulling between the two poles of the battery, between man and woman, between light and dark, between the left and the right hemisphere of the brain your weak hand and your strong hand and all this other stuff and how it all lines up with the tree of life and where are these planetary energies playing out? If you, if you listen to Manly P Hall's lectures, he hints at a higher alchemical understanding, but never really talks about it, about how he could see things in the body, the way the planets are working and also in life, the way the planets and the stars are working and how they were constantly trying to adjust our character and so we need astrologers. We need people like this to see where we are on the path, but not to worship them and, and say, well, they're God or they have some kind of special power or something like that. It all comes from the same place. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And it doesn't matter what nursery rhyme you pick up to understand this, whether it's the Bible or it's... Uh, the Bhagavad Gita or whatever, they all tell the same stories. The, the biggest uh, and the most, I guess you could say, effective diviners in the world were people that understood this thing comes from source. That's it. Everything comes and goes, like the whole Job story from source. I'm not doing it. I'm just, I understand it. I can read a chart. I know how to see the spiritual weather that's going on or these frequencies that are that we cannot uh comprehend with our bodies but they're still there and so that's the reason why we need uh this divination because sometimes our minds go crazy and we get out of balance elementally and we don't know what the hell to do or what the hell to do so we don't really want to abuse this stuff but we may need to go to an astrological chart or we may need to go to um uh, some type of thing that we can connect to source with and ask questions. But you don't have to use these things either. If you can pay attention to the symbol in your life, you can do what I call, uh, I'm trying to come up with a word for it. It's like void walking Mancy, you know? So if you, <laughs> something like that, void Mancy. So if you find yourself in a state, you don't have to believe in anything. Trust me on this, right? You just believe that there's something higher. But if you find yourself in a state of where do I go from here or I don't understand this principle or I'm having a really hard time or I'm suffering or whatever, um, you can simply talk, go inside yourself or in your, quote, closet and just say things like, hey, I don't know um, what what you are or what if you're real or I'll, whatever i just i feel like something's there and you're talking to me i need you to show me this or that or give me guidance or something it has to be real from your heart it can't be like some bullshit because you're trying to figure out a math equation if you really mean it in your heart the symbol will show you in your life it will come into your life and show you the boundary or the thing that you need to go after, either the boundary that you need to make or the problem that keeps happening or the thing that you need to go after instead of this thing or that thing, something will happen that will be so obvious that you'll think it's a download. Oh, damn, that was a download, man. And I've had these things happen so much that they make you cry emotionally, right? Because you realize, oh, yeah, there, there's definitely something I'm connected to here. And this is why people like Dean Radin and other scientists and Thomas Campbell and Robert Monroe and all of these other people are trying to prove this on a scientific level because they're having in these experiences and they're understanding these experiences and they're trying to get it down to a place that's more effective for us to grow as people or spiritually or even in life. So... If you come to the event, there's two big events that are happening that are coming up. One that's happening is really quick. It's happening in a few weeks is the Fringe Fest and the art. I'm going to make a video and show you guys how easy this is. It's, it's fun. It's going to be awesome. 
And if you're an artist in any kind of way, it doesn't matter. You can do audio, video, pictures, photography, gifts, whatever. It doesn't matter. If you want to express yourself, you can. And we'll put it up, display it, and you come to this event, and we're all going to have a good time New Year's Eve. That's at thefringefest.com. Plus, we're giving away a ton of stuff. You, you get gifts uh, like NFTs and stuff, all kinds of cool stuff that just for signing up. And I mean, Alex is, uh, he showed me a list today where it's like John Cusack, a couple other people, him, and then like down the road, like me and I think Jared and some other people were, they're just, people are playing with their creations. It's fun, man. Everybody's an artist, all right? You don't, you don't have to go to art school. For the people that did go to art school, you guys are amazing too. You, you're better crafted at it. Let's just say that. And then the second event, that's coming in February around Valentine's February the 9th through the 13th is contact at the cabin, the magic edition, right? And this is why I want to, I'm really going to focus on the logos with this one. I will find a way other than just like last time I did some speeches and then we did a guided, you know, out of body thing and I'll, and I'll do that this time. But this time I want to show people even if it's just individually it's probably going to have to be individually i'm going to have to take time to talk to each individual how this is playing out in their life and just to get it to click because it all it all comes together and that's going to be in redding california and at mount shasta it's, it's going to be amazing last time i went it was a life-changing experience i got to tell you this time it's probably going to be every one of these things are a life-changing experience and then if you want to work with me personally, uh, which is which helps me, you can go to JoeRoop.com. You can become a member or you can do like the one-on-one thing. And the one-on-one thing is this. Uh, usually when people do tarot divinations with me, they don't do them anymore because uh, I'm not like uh, Mary where I tell people like, uh, I guess I'm just not as flamboyant about the message because she's really good at and fast and hard at the message she she can get it in there me it's going to mirror something that you already know but it's going to be deeper than that and people usually get upset when they have to face those kind of things right so then they'll come back and then they'll do an elemental reading where i i don't i don't try to do your uh whole astrology or anything i just look at uh, the balance of your elements and stuff like that in your life, what you were born with, where you're at now, based on your transits and all this stuff elementally. And uh, naturally, where we need to grow the most is the hardest stuff, the stuff that we just can't uh, figure out for some reason. We just can't unconsciously make it through it. And then uh, lastly, I'm doing all the promotional stuff here. We've got that $1,600 mark, uh, and that mark is going to grow with the company, but the station cannot exist without hitting that number. It cannot, and it won't. The Fringe FM will be gone if we don't hit that number, and and that number is almost a month behind right now. Uh, it's just it's not worth it if we don't hit that number. So if you can donate, it doesn't matter. Five bucks, uh, ten bucks, all of it helps. And for the people that have donated, Cat, Deborah, uh, Snick, a 
couple other people that donated. I got to post uh, the rest of the ones. You know, it does it automatically on the website, but if you send something in the mail or anything like that, I have to go in and uh, update the number. Um, if you have any questions about that, you can contact uh, or you can contact us at producer at fringe.fm or contact at lightingthevoid.com. And then finally, so we are starting to get a little team together at the fringe. So, and these are people that actually want to do what the fringe FM is doing. Obviously everybody's interested in doing a radio show. That's never going to go away, you know, but there are people that are just focused on growing the idea of a stream and a service because we're building streams and services where people can express themselves freely and also grow their shows on a syndicated bigger level from nothing to bigger. How about that? Um, and I'm also working with people here in Florida and a couple of national people too, to try to work on that too. So there's like six or seven things going on, but they're all important. All of them. TheFringeFest.com, Magic on the Mountain, Contact at the Cabin.com, JoeRube.com, and Supporting the Fringe. Other than that, let's try this out. See if we can find a radio station. I wish I could, hold on, let me see how I open the phones up too, just in case somebody wants to call in and try this out. I don't know why I didn't even open up the damn phones. I got to find a place where Jack FM is probably the best one because it plays the most random songs you've ever heard in your life. Only thing I think they make you sign up live now. See, even even these guys, even. uh, Let's see, even Jack FM, they realized, oh, everybody's. uh everybody's all about emotion and and nostalgia and they built their whole playlist around that and took off jack fm nashville tennessee let's try this one listen live all right so if you call in and ask a question we'll do a little radio mancy here If it's a flop, it's a flop. But I still suggest you do this on your own. It'll take you by surprise, actually. There's just no way, because I don't know if we're going to be able to do this, because there's no, I I need an app that's got like a radio tuner on it where I can just spin it. Hold on. See if I can play it. Hey, guys, this is Keenan Thompson. I have a problem. Now y'all hear that? Yes, you. None of y'all told me that Auto Trader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from okay. home. I thought we were friends. Let me find I the put volume. smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. Get down the damn advertisements. Everything's got advertisements on it now, don't it? Oh, you don't even. There's not even a volume bar on this one. That's a ripoff, man. They got it where you can't even. You can't even turn it down. You're like they're forcing the ads. All right, let's see. So my question is, uh, what am I supposed to talk about from here? I'm, I'm having a hard time talking, like figuring out what to talk about because I've talked about a lot of the same stuff that I'm interested in over and over and over again to the finest detail. Here we go. 
I'm going to refresh it. Let's listen to the lyrics. So I asked, what do I need to talk about in the future on the show? Because I'm thinking about the rest of the week, the rest of the month or whatever. And the song, What Would You Say, comes up. They now know you guys, like, that seems like a coincidence, right? It always does. Let's look up this. What Would You Say lyrics. You can do this with TV, too, man. Like, everything's kind of happening You'll see, once you start getting into this stuff, you'll see, oh, you'll start thinking like really egotistical, like, look how powerful I am. But it's all, there is no separation. That's the illusion, though. Um, so what would you say if you were a monkey on a string? If you were a doggy on a chain, what would you say? I was there when the bear ate his head, thought it was a candy, and everyone goes in the end. Knock, knock on the door. Who's it for? Nobody's in here. Look in the mirror, my friend. See that? That's the message. Like, what What do I need to talk about? It's telling me. What do you want to talk about? What would you say if you were this or that? You can talk about whatever. It's talking about storytelling. It's talking about uh, going internally, look in the mirror. I don't understand it best. I can't speak for all the rest. And the morning rise of lifetimes passed me by. So then once spirit gives you this message... You don't need tarot cards to do this, right? But once spirit gives you this message, then you can just meditate on it. I don't understand it best. I can't speak for all the rest. In the morning, rise a lifetime has passed me by. So let me tell you about what I think this thing's telling me. And this is where the confirmation bias, the creator and observer thing is happening. I've been doing this uh, since 2016, uh, it's not, let's be honest, it's, people just like the sound of my voice, but it's not near as entertaining as it used to be because I'm, I'm doing nine things at once. But when I was focused on this radio show, like, uh, and that was it, it was awesome. But now I got bigger stuff going on and I've contemplated on like, should I do a different radio show? Should I just make this a podcast? Like, what should I do? You can ask some of my friends, right? What? I talk to them about it all the time. And so this thing's telling me that I can 
pretty much do what I want. But at the end here, the last thing that I heard it tell me was that the 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 most important thing, the message is that you you don't understand. At best, we don't understand, and you can't speak for other people, right? So that's kind of like saying, "Stop worrying about what everybody's." what everybody else wants to talk about, which is kind of counterproductive to radio. Talk about what you want to talk about. But in the morning rise, a lifetime's passed me by. So I stay up at night and I do radio at night and I I don't go to bed till like 4 a.m. And then I'll sleep till probably noon. I don't get a whole lot of sleep, maybe one, if I get a lot of sleep, but noon. And then I'll come back and start working around two or whatever. Uh, and then it goes on and says, don't drop the big one. Don't cut my lifeline. Don't bite the mailman. Every dog has its day. Every day has its way of being forgotten. Mom, it's my birthday. So we all have a peak. Every dog has its day. It may be saying it's time to hang it up and move on to something else. It may be saying... Uh, don't pass up a big chance because it says don't buy the big one. And then what you do with this radio thing is you keep, it's better if you got like something where you can like spin the dial, right? It's a little hard to do it with Jack FM, but this kind of worked out perfect. Anybody got any questions they want to ask the radio Mancy God or whatever you want to call it that scares the hell out of you that makes you think it's the devil instead of consciousness? I got a personal question that I'm not going to tell you, but I'll tell the members later. And here's my answer, I guess. As long as an ad don't pop up, watch a freaking ad pop up. All right, Jess Rogie's up next. Good night, y'all. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.